Hello there and welcome to Talking About Risks with me, Sunny Gopal. This is an audio extract from a video on my YouTube channel. And of course, if you prefer to watch the video, head on over to that channel, which is one word, R-E-D-R-I-S-K-S, and hit that subscribe and the notification bells. I promise you, there's no junk, it's all educational. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Red Risks. Now, if you're new to this channel, please subscribe. You can find a clickable link in this corner and it will really make me happy and also help the channel grow. If there are any other videos that are related to this video that I'm going to do, I'll make life really easy by putting a link in the top corner here. Let's make a start. In this short video, I'm going to tackle a question that was asked by one of our subscribers on the YouTube channel. And I'm going to do more of these as the channel starts to grow, we're getting quite a bit of feedback and also questions. So this particular question relates to a video I did on how to enhance your CV using a skills assessment matrix. And as I mentioned earlier, the link to that video you can find in the top corner here. But Khadija was kind enough to ask the question about how one would go about sourcing opportunities and also how to go about assessing jobs related to occupational safety and health. So let me have a crack at that and give you my thoughts and opinions. So again, I've got my trusty cards and the first thing I want to say right off the bat is that these are just my opinions. I'm sure everybody has opinions and these are just based upon my experiences and lessons learned. So take them, use them and uh, hope it helps. Let's tackle the first one of that, which is all to do with sources. And there are several sources out there in terms of getting support for occupational safety and health when you're looking for a job. And these are in, not in any particular order, but I've just want to share some of these with you. The first, of course, is the internet. The internet is a great source for finding jobs related to occupational safety and health. The problem is that there is perhaps too much and you have to be very specific when you do your Google search or Bing search or Firefox search to make sure that you're choosing your keywords as you want to fit in terms of the job that you're looking for. Next on the list is a no-brainer, and that is to do with social media. Social media is something that you really can't avoid. When you're looking for sources for occupational safety and healthy job, you can't get any better than LinkedIn. You find lots of people on LinkedIn putting opportunities either within their company or even a recruiter suggesting a job that they're looking to find people for. There are, of course, other uh, social media platforms like Facebook. I don't particularly find Twitter that useful. It's, it's not great in terms of job hunting, but my favorite is by far LinkedIn. My top tip here is join some groups. If you are into a area of occupational safety and health, which relates to uh, construction safety, join a group in construction safety. Then you'll find that the posts and also opportunities are more streamlined uh, to what you are aligned to as a discipline. And next is a firm favorite, 
to do with agencies, or as I said earlier, to do with headhunters. There are, of course, positives and negatives when it comes to agencies. My tip, don't overdo it. Don't join a hundred agencies because what you'll find is they tend to become a bit body shoppish. Find an agency, build a relationship with them, and it will really serve you well because that will be a continuing relationship where they get to know you, your skills, where you want to move on to. Now, let's not forget networking. Networking is not about what you know, but who you know. And without a good network that you are involved in, you become, well, basically on an island. You need to be able to network with people within your discipline and also to share thoughts and values. This is really also aligned with the one I put earlier with groups. If you're in a group, you're already networking. But what you want to do when I mean by networking is start sharing some of your thoughts, your posts, your blogs, your vlogs, whatever you want to do. Try and get out there, show them what you are like in terms of a person, show them what you're like in terms of your skill set, and that will really help in terms of driving more opportunities and sources in your direction. And finally, in terms of sources, let's not forget associations. There are lots and lots of associations out there. And as an occupational safety and health practitioner, I would suspect that you're already involved with IOSH, which is the Institute of Occupational Safety and Health. And there's others such as IIRSM, the Institute of International Risk and Safety Management, and ICHEMI, which is specific for me being a chemical engineer. If you are involved with these associations, get a little bit more involved. Get involved with their group uh, meetings or their local meetings. Take part and contribute. By getting involved, you're also making yourself available in a network that is more tangible and more face-to-face. COVID-19 aspects permitting, of course. But the important point here is don't underestimate the power of associations and it will really help you in terms of getting more sources. Now we come to the piece about how you do an assessment on these various opportunities and sources. I'd like to take you back to really the video that I produced on how to enhance your CV. And in that, in that video, I gave you a template for download, which is the skills assessment matrix. Whether you are one year in experience, five years, 10 years, 15 years, the more experience you have, the more cluttered your CV will become. Unless you're, of course, in, into a habit of pruning every year. First tip, go and look at your CV, check it out, see if it really does hit the mark for you in terms of getting your message across. Once you've done your skills assessment matrix, you'll be in a much better position to understand your strengths and weaknesses, and also any opportunities and threats for improvement. So having done your skills assessment matrix for you, the next step is to say, well, I found some of these opportunities. Is it for me? Is that job for me? Does it fit my needs and requirements? you're the only person in the position to answer that question. So in terms of assessment, you are really ideally placed. It could be driven by geographical factors, financial factors, various factors, but your fundamental baseline is to understand what skills you have, find the job that fits the skills, then everything else is really more personally driven. 
That was a quick overview on occupation health and safety opportunities and sources and assessments. My sincere thanks to Khadija for raising that question. There are lots of questions in the pipeline and I will attempt to answer these one by one as time permits. But thank you for keeping me engaged and keeping the YouTube subscribers engaged by making it real in terms of the questions that you're asking. Now, if you like this video, I'm going to do more of these at least once a week, but there's no specific schedule for these as opposed to my Wednesday broadcasts, which are very technically focused or interviews and leadership focused. I hope they're helpful and please subscribe. It really does help. And I look forward to seeing you the next time. Thanks.